Hello and welcome to the Dublin Arsenal podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Giles, as always. On the show this week, we'll be reviewing our two-all draw in the 194th North London Derby against our fiercest rivals, Tottenham Hotspur. Also on the show, we'll be reviewing our upcoming Carabao Cup third round fixture versus Brentford this coming Wednesday. Also looking ahead to our Premier League fixture away to Bournemouth live on Premier Sports 1 this coming Saturday. So sit back and enjoy the show. Show this week. I'm joined by my regular guests and Arsenal season ticket holders for as long as they can remember. <laughs> they haven't aged today, as you can see. Um, John Media, welcome back, John. How are you? Good to be back, Johnny. He hasn't aged today since Thursday, and he's come back looking fresh from the North London Derby. Yes, he's always so good. <laughs> um, I'm also joined by um, my regular at this stage. Um, he took a mini sabbatical there for a couple of weeks through the stress of it all. Um, and Donnelly, how are you, Pa? Uh, oh, uh, Jonathan there. Uh, watch an opportunity there. Here we go. Clap on there. Coming down coordination. Kevin Dirty, we're having a, a hot pot there. <laughs> Betty's hot pot in the Rovers return there. I'm all right. Um, I'm not, um, not the better for yesterday. Uh, I, I found it very strange. Um, but sure we can talk about that. But uh, look, we're, we're still vertical. That's the main thing. On the Monday, <laughs> on the Monday after a North London derby, particularly in John's case, if you, if you happen to be at it, uh, the fact that you're vertical, John, is always very welcome. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's looking fresh, I have to say. Yeah. It, it normally never looks this fresh, but um, I have to say, he looks really well, um, and it's great to have you spot on that. So your calming on, so allure, John, your calming allure was missed in the supporters club yesterday. Um, there's a lot of um, a lot of people just losing the head, you know, like Jesus, you know. Um, but look, yeah. we can talk about that. Yeah, and there'll be plenty discussed in the from the 194th North, North London Derby. Um, of course, we, we'll dig into that straight away. Um, it was two all, of course. Um, Goals from ourselves, a Romero OG from um, Bukayo Saka's uh, shot, uh, and then Saka scored in early in the second half through a penalty. And San scored twice um, for them. Um, it was a fairly eventful game, and it was, it was always the North London Derby, another one memorable match to remember, you know, in different ways, I suppose. Um, a few notes for myself, lads, before I come to you. Um, David Ray, it was David Ray's third match in a row. Um, I thought he looked very well. He was very safe and controlled from crosses. I thought um, it's going to be kind of tough for Ramsey to come back in. Um, the save from Brennan Johnson was just incredible. The way he got across the goal to cloud away it reminded me a bit of David Seaman against Paul Pesky Salado in that FA Cup game many years ago. Now I think it was 2003. That was um, it was really just to get across. It was what a save. Um, and then I thought for our opening goal, because Saka really exposed Udozi, the um, sports fullback. He gave him an awful time in the first half. I thought, and in the second as well. Um, and I think the, I think his shot my was possibly going in. But Romero stuck his leg out and made sure it was going in. It was hard, you know, it's hard to say from the TV. John would have had a better view, of course. But look, we we, we took it and we went ahead with 1-0. And then we had a golden chance to make it 2-0 when Gabriel Jesus robbed Madison. Um, and I think with just a bit of a camera head from Jesus, Bertie is either side of the keeper, left or right, and it would have been two. We just place it over. And I think if we went to and a look at that stage, we probably possibly would have went on to win the game. It would have changed the game. We would have seen the different spores come out, I think. Um, in terms of spores then, um, getting the equaliser to make a one-all. I thought Ray, I don't know whether you will agree with this, but I thought he should have probably palmed it over the crossbar instead of palming it back into play. Um, but he saved well from San initially. And then when it came, when they walked it back out to Madison, he had no really chance. It was a good tap in from San. And in fairness, Ray didn't really put a foot wrong really much in the game. So I can't really blame him for the two goals he conceded. 
Um, I thought it was a clear handball by Romero for the penalty. Um, and the way VAR is going now, once the referee goes over to that screen, it was on to be always be given, I think. Um, and I think, in my opinion, it it, it was a penalty. And I thought Saka's nerves, he, he's, the way he takes penalties now, he's just so confident going up to them, you know, and he took it really well. Um, I don't agree with this. I was listening to Five Live last night, that 606 programme they have with Sutton and Savage, two idiots, in my opinion. But anyway, saying that we over-celebrated the penalty, you know, um, I think in an North London derby, you have to celebrate a goal. You know, just over celebrating, you have to keep focused, and you know, you, you know, it's an Ireland derby, and they're there to score goals and celebrate. But um, straight away, then, really, a minute after, Sports got the equaliser, um, indecision by Jorginho, um, who came on for Declan Rice. Um, all he had to do was pass it to was it, I think Ben White was, um, to the left, and but, uh, in fairness, Madison closed him down quickly. Set up San and San took took his goal really well. Um, if Rice was on the pitch, would he have made the same mistake? Who knows? But look, Jorginho he hasn't done much wrong, I think, since he signed for us. So look, all players make mistakes, and you get on with it, you move on. Um, I suppose um, just one more talking point really was Eddie and Ketchy's tackle on the keeper. Probably lucky to stay on, bad tackle. Um, but I think a point. I would have taken a point. Um. In this, in the in the derby, um, I think overall we probably might have just edged to win it, but I'll take a point. Sports are doing really well under Postecoglou, um, as Eamon says before we came on, we're still unbeaten, so let's not panic. <laughs> but I know a lot of the WhatsApp group we're on meltdown one hundreds on it. Um, John, you were at the game yesterday. Um, another entertaining North London derby. From your viewpoint, and you had a bit much better viewpoint than myself and Eamon from watching on the box. How did you see the game? I'm going to use one of Eamon's uh, very frustrating <laughs> Very frustrating. Um, obviously, it was disappointing to hear Trotter was missing. Um, and then he pulled a surprise by playing Jesus out left. And I don't think that worked. With all due respect to Eddie, I think he's played all week this season. It was just one of these bad days. It just didn't work. And the frustrating part was me, he did try and switch it with Jesus in the middle. Um, the passing from all the team, was, wasn't was great either throughout the team. Um, it's like we're playing, we're playing maybe a 7 out of 10 at the moment in the league. Um, and even at 7 out of 10 with players missing, we probably should have won the match. Um, I want to give a little bit of credit, I suppose, I hate saying that, I'll watch the amount out later, I swear to God I will. But they came to play football, and they were well-organised, well-drilled, and um, they, they that's the first time I've actually seen them this season. And they, they're, they're a different team without playing. They actually play. Um, Madison's been a real good point for them. Um, he kept going back to receive the ball out of the goalkeeper, which they haven't had in a long, long time. And he was getting space. He was getting, getting too much space. Um, my take on the game is, you're right, I think if Jesus had taken that chance to tune up, I think it would have given him a huge boost, a huge shot in the arm. But then we didn't take that. Spurs had some pressure. You, you mentioned the save from Maria, which was mind-blowing. I had a perfect view of it. An incredible save. But yeah. the one, that was like a shot across the barrels. That was a warning. Come on, get your foot in the ball. Didn't. The, the goal was coming in a camp. Sloppy defender from Saka, as you said, and Sambi, three Arsenal players to the to the punch. One, one and a half time. Full straight. Uh, early penalty. Jorginho started coming on. Uh, for the injured Declan Rice, which was disappointing. We get the penalty, two one up, and then Jorginho has a brain fart. There's no other explanation for it. All I'll say is the whole crowd after that goal went in sang his name. They yeah. everybody, you know, they really got behind him. Right, you made a mistake, you're on the pitch, we're still with you, we're still behind you. And that is fantastic to see. A couple of years ago, he'd have been slaughtered. Yeah. Instead, yeah. instead a whole a whole fan group got behind him and, and sang his name. And I don't think he was that bad afterwards. As I said, the, the, we continued to struggle with the passing. Um it was a bit of end to end stuff. Bill a few heart and heart and milk moments towards the end. I think a two all draw was probably fair over the course of the ninety minutes. Um 
if I'm going to be critical of anybody, I think it's Arteta because I, I, I really think Jesus needed to play in the middle. Um, the Eddie and Jesus up front just, did, just didn't work for me. Yeah. And like I said, I'm, I'm trying to be as respectful as I can. I mean, Eddie, when he's good, he's good. Today was one of his bad games, and I just think we needed something a little bit better in the centre forward. I, and I think Jesus could have been played there even for 20 minutes. I know he hasn't got 90 minutes in his legs. I, I really understand that. But you could have given him 20, 25 minutes and then put Havertz up at the end. Um, so, as I said, a frustrating game. We're missing a few players now with injury. We're not playing at 100%. It's a game we still probably should have won. And I, 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 I'm I, looking forward to when this team actually points that 10 hour time performance. Because it's not, we're not a million miles away. Definitely not a million miles away. And some of the things I've been on oil about. People losing their heads. Oh, it's done. We're done. This is rubbish. This is crap. Ah, oh, well, back where we started. Come on, we grow up. Come on. Yeah. Oh my God. It's it's it, it's the bar that we set from last season, you know. And we, yeah. 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 I know you have Come on, it's an art London derby. When is that? When has any of them ever been easy? Yeah. And especially now, sports look more of a team. Than they did in the last two or three years, haven't don't they? They look more yeah, I mean, a unit. You've got to give them a bit of credit. I think for the first time in a long time, they don't have a manager who's ego driven. All about yeah. me, 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 Mourinho and Conte. Yeah. All about their yeah. and They yeah. see things. They've got a manager who's about getting the team up the pitch. Um, I, I hope he fails there and succeeds somewhere else. That's basically yeah. it. Because I, I think <laughs> that's absolutely. I love these interviews when he's done them for Celtic. Um. But as I say, he's he's not the ego-driven maniac that Mourinho and Conte were. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, it was a, a tough, tough contest, tough, hard, hard down, not London derby, end to end stuff, hundred miles an hour. Finished two all, probably a fair result. There's more to come from this Arsenal team, especially when we have the likes of Trossard and Martinelli back. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not worried going forward. As I say, frustrating man. Frustrating. Before I come on to yourself, Eamon. Just briefly, uh, Eamon, or sorry, John, do you think Martinelli and Trosser were a big loss to us there yesterday? Do you think Martinelli could, could have, um, you know, changed the game? They would have had, if they avoided them start the pace, would have played through the middle. So you would have, now whether we would have won the match or not, you don't know. Yeah. But the game would have been different. Yeah. So there's nothing to say. Um, as I say, it's just something I, I really would have liked to see them switch and give Jesus at least 20 minutes up front. Up front, um, yeah. Yeah, and as, and and as when you look at what that, when he the changes he was forced to make, yeah, um, Ruiz off, injured back from what I understand. I hope it's just precautionary. Yeah. I'd say he took Vieira off because if he's going to put Jairinho on, he wants a little bit more height, a bit more. Oh, yeah. I guess. yeah, and I thought Harvest did all right when he came on. Yeah, I thought um, he did bad. Yeah, like it says, we're playing okay, we're just not worried on all cylinders. Yeah, I yeah. I honestly think that. I, I really do think that when you're seeing what we're capable of when we play PSV the other night. Yeah. And now PSV will give you can turn our PSV and we Premier League standard, but they can't play football that way. Yeah. Spurs can't play football yesterday. I thought they played as well as they had gone to play. And it's game we still could have won at seventy percent. So you know. Yeah. <laughs> it was another tasty North London derby, yeah. Um, really tasty game. There was some Tasty challenges, as you said about Eddie, Eddie on the goalkeeper. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I won't go. I, my heart was in my mouth when the referee went to his pocket, but yellow card was probably fair. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was a tasty game. It was a while well, I was played at a very high pace, very high tempo, yeah. and the atmosphere was cracking. It really was. Yeah, it was a cracking game. Um, I know Eamon, he, he's fresh from his two week break. Um, he was in the River Bar, the official supporters club for um, Arsenal. Um, how did you, what did you make of the game yourself, Eamon? Strange. I'll tell you why it was strange because the draw was a fair result, and it pains me as uh, much as it pains John to say they deserved a point from the game, right. Uh, I take no pleasure in saying that whatsoever. But we should have won the game. So it's one of them games where a draw was a fair result for what both sides gave to it. But we should have won the game. And we should have won the game for two reasons. Um, Gabriel Jesus, when he nicks the ball off Madison, 
He had time to take a touch and pass it into the goal. He had that much time. He didn't need to swipe at it. He, Madison was gone. Madison's feet were stuck to the ground. Right, and if you make a, if you make a, a ball off a fella who's not expecting it, he's out of the game. Yeah. And a pro would know that. So, Jesus' time to just move it on another bit and pass it into the goal. Why he whacked at it, I don't know. I just don't know. Right? That puts us tuning up and that sinks them. I've no doubt that that sinks them. We would have been able to control the game, I think, from that point. And I think not only that, that had an adverse effect on us because we saw the winning of the game come and go and then they got a bit of encouragement. Now, the um, I have to say about Tottenham, he's noted, the manager is noted for having his team switched on full of energy. They were switched on for everything, quick throws, everything, 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 everything. Um, and this mightn't be the worst point that we ever got in the world. It's certainly not as bad as drawing a home to Fulham. Um, Tottenham will trouble the very best of teams. Um, they remind me slightly of where we were kind of a couple of years ago when Arteta was getting his own team together and there was an energy when we had that transfer window where we got Ben in and we got Ireland in and all this. That kind of like that, they will cause a lot of teams a lot of trouble. How they'll sustain that, I probably don't think so. I think they'll run our squad because it's very high end and high energy. And I don't want anybody uh, listening to the show to think... I'm uh, becoming anything other than merciless because I still despise them. Um, but, you know, you've got to look at the game objectively. That's what we're on this show to do. Uh, and they, they were good yesterday, but they will give a lot of teams a lot of trouble. I think uh, one of the questions you posed uh, to John, Jonathan, uh, you can see just how much Mar Martinelli is missed, right? We take it for granted now that Martinelli is going to torture a fullback. Uh, Gabriel Jesus can't do that. He's not a wide player. So I think there had to be a choice between Eddie and, and, and Jesus for, for the centre forward spot. I'd have gone with Reese Nelson. I mean, Reese Nelson has, Reese Nelson to me, um, is the natural wide replacement for Martinelli. And he did well when he came on, Reese. In fact, he gave us extra legs at a time when we looked very leggy, you know? So I'd have gone with Reese Nelson. Uh, I haven't, I've been as, a big critic of his. I think his attitude in the past um, has been a bit lazy, but he's really knuckled down and he looks like a player again, you know. And if he's good enough to come on with a half an hour to go, he's good enough to start, you know. So I'd, I'd have gone with that as a selection. Um, in terms of why we should have won the game, because we put ourselves in the position to win the game, right? The first goal, I'm not sure whether it was going in, but I think one of our onside players would have made a connection with it anyway. Um, it, it certainly looked that way. I, I think Eddie and and, and Jesus yeah. were, were kind of coming in around an arc. Um, but Spurs were clever. They didn't stack up on Saka the way everybody else does. They 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 trusted their fullback to try and cope with him most of the time. And what that enabled them to do was to get Odegaard into spaces he didn't want to be in. Yeah. So Odegaard Odegaard didn't occupy the type of spaces that Odegaard's been. You know. Odegaard's a painter. He gets into them little kind of Johnny paints pictures and he does all that. He didn't. He only, he only had 19 touches of the ball or something yesterday in spaces that weren't really the spaces he wants to be in. So, uh, and, and you see, if you double up on Saka, you create a channel for Odegaard to move into them spaces. And Tottenham didn't do that. And that's bravery by their manager, by the way. Yeah. Now, Saka tortured them. But... You know, um, fortune favoured the brave on this occasion because they nullified Odegaard um, without having to do a man marking job. And they just put him into spaces where he did, where, where, he, where he wasn't as effective. Um, looking at the goal, uh, it was a comedy of errors. I mean, to, to my mind, I don't know how you felt in the stadium, John, for about five minutes before that it was coming. Oh, right? definitely. It was said, coming. It was coming. Right, but I think... To my mind, and you, you know, you know, you, you, when you're watching a game on TV, particularly if we're sitting down in the bar together, you can kind of you're fearing the worst. But to my mind, this was coming, and the minute it went in, uh, I said to the lad beside me, uh, "That was coming." You, you know, I thought what happened with Ray. I don't think he could have palmed it over the bar, Jonathan. I'll tell you why. I think he got lost. 
I think the way he positioned himself, he got he got his body into the wrong position. Therefore, if he makes a backward move on that ball, he doesn't know where his goal is, right? So he had to kind of go around at it. But even after that, he made the save. Then yeah. there was a shank that yeah. you know that if, if, if I was playing golf, um, <laughs> I wouldn't even manage to be that bad. And I am bad, trust me, right? <laughs> and then Declan's header was poor. Declan's header was poor. Now, maybe his back was on him and all of that type of stuff. Yeah. But his header was, you know, it, it wasn't into safety. Then we talk about being switched on, switched off. But Kyle Saka then on Madison gets his body in the wrong position. His body shape is wrong. Yeah. And he's not an arrogant boy. He's a very humble boy. But I thought there was a smack of, you won't do me here about that. And Madison just went... The one place Madison didn't need to get to from our point of view was down to that touch. The way all the bodies were configured in the box, you've got to push him back on his right foot, let him cross it into a crowd. We'll deal with that. We'll deal with that. But don't let him get to the byline. And I thought it was, and I think he knew that himself, you know. Um, the, uh, 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 the other thing is, like, we have to stop conceding goals at home. We're conceding goals at home from half the attacks launched on us. Like we look much more solid away from home. But we're just conceding, and it's been happening, you know, the latter end of the last season. It hasn't just happened this season. Um, so, look, we, um, we looked a bit, actually, uh, after they scored, uh, we looked a bit leggy. And uh, I thought Jorginho showed tremendous character. In fact, he was probably our most accurate passer. In the last 10, 15 minutes when we were trying to trying to break them down. And they went for us, but then they kind of they 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 they, they then kind of retreated. Um just if, in terms of the a few of the controversial incidents, Pukayo Saka was kicked off the park again. And I'm getting bloody sick of it now. I am getting absolutely sick of it. Right. Uh, if you want to talk about yellow cards, the one through the back of Gabriel Jesus was shocking. Absolutely shocking, right? Um, <clears throat> the other one, uh, the Nketiah tackle was nothing. Okay, he he launched himself in, but he didn't put his boot near it. Sure, he was in danger of doing himself a testicle injury because of the way he went in. He actually he took his legs away from the ball. So there's no nothing in that. No, I, did. I, I think he probably got the he, he probably got the yellow because of how quickly he went in. But he never went in to hurt the player. And uh, if that had been a red card. VAR would have overturned that. How VAR took so long to, uh, I mean, if Jack McCaffrey made a block down like that uh, in, in an All-Ireland final, they'd be saying, what a block. I mean, it's not a, and that Gary Neville, I am getting sick of that twit, right? Oh, it's harsh. How is it harsh? First of all, his hand is out. Right? Yeah. Second of all, he moves his hand towards the ball. He was like <laughs> Magic Johnson, you know? Like, <laughs> Harsh me arse. And one last point I'd make, um, just on uh, over-celebrating the goal. Yeah, there might be a sniff in that. Um, and you say if Royce was on the pitch, he probably wouldn't have done that. He's a different type of player, Jorginho. But I guarantee you, if Jorginho was on the pitch 99 times out of 100, he wouldn't do it either. He just got caught, you know. Um, and uh, he, In your, in your opinion, say, sorry, Eamon, in your opinion, should Jorginho should should he have got rid of it quicker, or do you think he took too much? Do you think he, he trusted himself? He trusted himself, but I don't think. Looking at it, I don't know what went through the lad's mind. Um, looking at it in my mind, I don't think he thought Madison was coming as quickly as he was, and he tried to he tried to start his feet out, thinking he time to do that, and he yeah. didn't have time. You know, yeah. I think if he didn't know Madison was coming as quick as he was, he probably would have just moved it sideways. You know. Yeah. He's a very good player, Jorginho. He is, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, that, that's, a, that's once or twice in his career, he'll do that. You know, yeah. and it just happened to be the wrong day. But the last point I want to make is about the, um, and you, you know, what John was saying about, about uh, and rightly so, we're, we're a 7 out of 10. We saw what we could do against PSV, uh, but they're not Premier League standard, but they're Fulham standard. And we still managed to cough up two goals against Fulham that we didn't cough up against PSV. Yeah. But the last point I wanted to make is about the over-celebration. That's just, you know, these idiots uh, who need to just yeah. um, 
it reminds me of a podcast. They, 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 they want to uh, just keep talking for the sake of it, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and make all this controversy. Let me tell you something. Are you telling me that, what's his name? Young Ming Song or whatever his name is. Um, are you telling yeah. me he didn't over-celebrate? I mean, he was told, do you know what? See that guy? I would love to shove his head up a joint cornetto and drill a metal flake down from the other side into it, right? I am, I'm, I'm telling you now. And he's beginning to piss me off royally now. He's a bit of a mouthpiece, that fella. Um, so uh, hopefully we'll, uh, we, 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 we can quiet him down there. So look, you know, it's not all doom and gloom. To listen to some of the people in the club yesterday, my God, you think, you know, um, like the, the one thing about the River Bar is it's close enough to the Samaritans, you know. <laughs> I, I, I think the Samaritans need to go, get on the board Planala and apply for planning permission for an extension, you know. <laughs> I'd just like to ask you as well, I was talking to John about this on Thursday as well. I think there was a good debate actually on the phone show last night I was listening to after that he, they were asking Arsenal fans on us who would he prefer if there was a chat who would he prefer to be in goal and this was at 304 Arsenal fans picked David Ray how do you see how, how have you felt about his three performances so far Eamon I know he's only three games into his Arsenal career but, but, you, but he's the goal we wanted yeah. he was the goal we wanted to sign before Ramsdale. Would you Ramsdale pick him over Ramsdale? Ramsdale, 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 look at it. There was a goalkeeper there we wanted to sign. We couldn't sign him. We got another option who happened to be very good for us. And then the keeper we wanted became available. Right? And now they're battling it out like any other player. Um, I think um, apart from him getting lost under the ball uh, um, for, for, for the fourth goal, and in fairness, he improvised and he got yeah. away and made his save. It should have been dealt with after that. Uh, I, I'm not so sure that he looks any better with the ball at his feet than Ramsdale. Um, but I think uh, he's very solid. He's, he's, he's good, you know. Um, yeah. Look, I wouldn't have an issue with either of those lads being in goal, to be honest with you. I think we're, we're well stocked there. They're both good goalkeepers, you know. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a good performance. Obviously, he's, he stepped in like in a, such a high, uh, high intensity game, like the Spurs game. You know, there's so much pressure from fan. You know, it's just the whole atmosphere of the day. I thought he's done really well in his three performances. Yeah, but look, I know Ramsdale applauded him for the save he made against Johnson. You know, I think Ramsdale's that type of person. He's not bitter. You know, I think he he does actually. Gen- get on with you know that, it's just that a competition save, for him that, you know that save Jonathan sorry for cutting across you that save wasn't just about the diving yeah, ahead, yeah. it was about the speed of his feet the agility the, yeah. the speed of his feet to get I mean he knows the ball is going yeah. there but to actually take I think it's I counted <laughs> five or six steps before he launched himself you don't yeah. normally have time to do that it was the yeah. speed of his feet you know yeah, yeah. speed yeah and so, such a strong hand yeah um, it, was, it, was, you know, it was one of those ones that, that, you know, with the naked eye in real time, you thought he's never getting there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That was a goal. It's just incredible. Who stood out for you, John, as your man of the match yesterday? For Arsenal? Yeah, yeah, wow, of course. <laughs> I was going to say, a very, very difficult game to get a hold of. Um, whew, two centre-halves woke the socks off. I was impressed with Saliba. I thought Saliba yeah. had a good game. Um, I don't think there was anyone who was poor. But it's just, you know, we're just, as I said, frustrating. I'd go with Saliba because I thought he played really well. He defended really well. He got back and... He didn't, anyone who tried to take him on, he gobbled them up, you know, he put them in that place. So, well, go for Saliba. Let's say the only thing I didn't think worked was Eddie up front. And that can happen. That can happen. But other than that, you know, everyone else was 7 out of 10. It's just, you know, just one of them games. Yeah, we were missing a lot of key players. One and a half, close to an eight. Yeah. And and that's in most games he plays, isn't it? It's very rare that he ever puts in a bad performance. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and to pick a defender shows how tough the game was, you know, when you said pick a defender. Eamon, who stood out for you, yourself? Um, well, I, I could have gone, I, I could go with, I could go with Saliba, yeah, he was, um, he made a couple of errors and showed how quick his recovery is, you know, um, and he's very brave on the ball. But I, I actually thought our best player yesterday, because of the type of game it was, uh, was Zinchenko, um, because Odegaard wasn't functioning. Yeah. So we were a bit light in yeah. there, and he actually yeah. he, he came into spaces to try. He was always trying to get into spaces to make things happen for us. And anything anything good that we did generally began with him. So I give it to Zinchenko. Good ship. Yeah, it, it was a tough one yesterday. I think I, I think I'd probably give mine to David Ray just for that save because it was so so, so important as well. I think that would have made us one all. Would it at the time? I think if Brennan had scored. Okay. Yeah, I thought he, he made that that save alone, and I think he, he made a, a, a other good saves as well from San. So, Jonathan, um, you're two timing, you're two timing Aaron Ramsdale now after all <laughs> all of the cushing praise. <laughs> Actually, yeah, <laughs> sorry, Aaron, you got so many man of the matches for me last season. I I turned like that. <laughs> I'm easily Dear, swayed. I can see, I can see a letter going in the post. Dear Aaron, it's not you, it's me. Signed, Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, seems to be the hardest word. <laughs> yeah, um, no, yeah. Look, this it, it was a great. I have to say, it was a great watch, though. Another entertaining two all draw. And, like there hasn't been many games where there has been dull under Arteta. You know, in real games since he's taken over. And so, um, yeah. Look, um, we're still unbeaten after five games. Um, um. We're only what four points worse off than last season. We won our first five, I think, last season. Uh, so look at the, the way I think this first first behind City. So that game in two weeks' time is going to be another tasty game, I think. Um, so yeah, it's just it's a long way to go. Um, but so far so good. Um. In terms of, um, I suppose that before we move on to the Brantford one, the injuries, Trossard, uh, Rice, and Martinelli. Um, oh, it's not, it's not going to be they're going to be too long out. Would you worry, John, if they're out? Well, they're out for a long time. I'm hoping it's nothing too serious. Um, I've no idea what's wrong with Trossard. I'm, I'm hoping it's just maybe a sniffle, a, a bit of the car. I have no idea what's wrong. Um, you, you but know, the, John, John, that's, a, that's a lower hamstring injury. That's okay. Hamstring so if, if it was an upper hamstring injury, it's a lot longer. That's a lower yeah. hamstring injury. Yeah. Well, as Eamon said earlier, the left. I think we're cool for the left wing. I just, as he said, Eamon would have gone for Nelson. I'd, I'd have gone for Smith Rowe before a couple of seasons ago. We were pointing yeah. Smith Rowe on that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I, we have options on the left. So uh, it, to me, that doesn't really affect me at all. Uh, yeah. Royce. Because party is out, Royce would be a bigger miss for me. So yeah. um, he won't be playing against Brentford in the League Cup. I'm hoping, you know, a nice massage, a couple of hot baths and a couple of saltadine would be grand for Saturday. The magic sponge. <laughs> yeah. How about yourself, Amy? Do you think, I think we have the squad though, haven't we, to cover for them injuries? You know, we've got a better squad than... We don't we don't have the squad to cover for Declan Rice when Thomas is not around. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, um, you know, so like, I, I don't like the sound of that. He, he felt uncomfortable in his back. I mean, that happened. That happened. Saliba last year, and Jesus, he missed three months. Yeah. You know, uh, um, and we really can't afford that. Hopefully, Donald, Declan Declan is one of these guys that doesn't have an injury record. You know. Uh, so you'd hope that it was just one of those things that it was a, a, a pinched nerve or something like that you, that you could kind of manipulate. Yeah, the, the, the Trossard injury, I am, I am reliably informed, is um, in his lower hamstring, which is the easy one um, to fix. Um, and Martinelli, um, we, we don't know about him, but uh, you see, we have options, John. You're right, Smith Rowe would have been in. An equal shout to my mind with Reese Nelson. Uh, it's just that Reese has been getting more minutes, you know. Um, but neither of them torture. They're different type of players. They don't yeah. torture fullbacks the way Martinelli does. 
Yeah, yeah, it's 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 just unfortunate we're early into the season and there's it's going to be a lot of more games than last year for us. But yeah, but I think there's there's the replacements there for the medium term and the short or medium term and yeah. Um, so fingers crossed. Um, the magical thing can work to wonders. Um, we move on to uh, Wednesday's game. Uh, third round of the Carbo Cup against Brantford away. Um, you'd assume that we, we put out a few players that don't get a look in in the fourth team in the Premier League and Champions League. Um, John, um, to go to do away, away games to Brentford over the last couple of seasons, it's a tough ground to go to. Thomas Frank sets his team up well, but um, it's hard to call these League Cup games, isn't it? Because you don't know what teams want to be put out. How do you see the game going yourself? You have to rotate. As you said, players yeah. are on the team, just Tommy Asso will play, Jorginho will start. I expect Smith Rowe. Yeah. There. You know, these players who are on the fringes and just, you know, getting the odd minute, they have to start. You have to get games. You have to get 90 minutes yeah. into that. Yeah. Ramsdale will be back. I'm, I'm, I'm 100% certain he'll, he'll, he'll start that match. You have to rotate. Just, there's no option about it because we've got another league game on Saturday, another Champions League game. You cannot play the same players week in, week out. Game after game, you've got to rotate. And that's the whole point. We've been talking about it all summer. You have to have a squad, and if you're going to have a squad, you've got to get the games. Plain and simple. Yeah. So, so I expect a lot of changes. Yeah. Um, would you would you like us to see us progress um, in the competition, or would you like what you yeah. know? Yeah. yeah. Always. It doesn't matter what team you put out. I want to see us progress. That's a stupid question. Yeah. <laughs> um, is John is a John is a hidden Arteta out fan, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it's it's no mad. Way. It's you know about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's 31 years since we last won the League Cup. I was over Sheffield Wednesday in 93. <laughs> um, Eamon, uh, can you see a number of changes as well, as John said? French players just, getting it. Uh, just, uh, I mean, I'm not Pythagoras, but uh, 1993 is 30 years ago. Not 31. I just, said that 30 years ago. This is Amy's last oh, appearance. Jesus. Of the show. Um, this is what the derby <laughs> does to you, John. You know. Um, <laughs> no, uh, so uh, do you know what? During during the during the Wenger years, I used to love these games because you got to look at guys that you didn't really. Like. You wanted to see what was Fran Morita look look like, what was Carlos Vela like, yeah. and they gave us a lot of exciting games. Actually, Wenger went to a number of semi-finals. Uh, with 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 a Sabutio team, yeah. you know the only young little young fellas, you know. Um, this time we have a squad that we can put out a team capable of winning that game, yeah. you know. Probably. Um, and you know what? It, 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 we, because we're in the Champions League, you get a free pass in the in the first round. You know, you win a couple of games. All of a sudden, you have a quarterfinal, semi-final to think about. Um, it didn't stop Man City. No. And I just think that, you know, um, if we're going to build a bit of a dynasty at the Arsenal, which is which is what the plan is, um, you know, a couple of trophies along the way isn't a bad way to kind of nail that down. It didn't do, it didn't do Chelsea uh, any harm under that fuckwit. Um, and it didn't, do, um, it didn't do Liverpool any harm either, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I, I, think, I think what you'd probably see there is we'll put out a team capable of winning the game because we've got a good squad. Not just to give these guys, you know, uh, here's the sympathy vote, there's a Carabao Cup. And I think if we, if we got through that round, you'd then be looking to try and, well, let's try and avoid Man City away or whatever for a while. And let's see how far we take us. So I'm looking forward to the game, you know. Um, so I think we can win it, you know. In fact, I think, if anything, in one sense, Brentford might look at it and say, well, there's a competition we can go far in. Let's get across it. But I, I think a team like Brentford, who are now well established in the top flight, they're only ever a few injuries away from losing a few games and being sucked into something. I think the Premier League is their currency. Um, so I think they'll weaken that team as well. You know, I think the loss of Rico Henry through a long-term injury and Ivan Tony. Will hurt him as the season goes, you know. Um, yes, on their own right, they have a good team. 
and it's away, yeah, it's, it's away from home as well. Yeah, go game. Sadly, it's not on the telly, I don't think so. We want to do those links <laughs> to catch it on. Um, we move on to the weekend's primary action. And actually, um, Brentford are under um, the Spaniard Antonio Irola, uh, who took over from Gurney O'Neill. Um, they've only three draws. They're still awaiting their first win of the season, but this game will be remembered for um, two moments for ourselves from last year. Um, Saliba's wonder goal back in August, and um, of course, Reese Nelson's screamer that won the game for us at um, the Emirates to win a 3-2. Um, they impressed me, actually. I, I watched... Uh, the highlights against Brentford yesterday or Brighton, sorry, they were playing away um, and they took the lead uh, through Solanke and Justin Cliver, it's been a good signing for them as well um, I think these will be tough Bournemouth, you have to you know, you have to take every team on its merit, as John said on Thursday, you know, you have to go into every game respecting the opposition um, they, 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 they really pressed Brighton really hard, you know, I know Brighton played in Torsley, but they did push them a lot, you know, they, they, only for Matoma came on, he changed the game, and that's what won it for Brighton, but up to one all, they were pushing them, and Brighton are a good team in their own, Brighton are up to, near the top for good reason. Um, I'll go to you, Eamon, how do you see this one as the fatality? Well, first of all, I'm more comfortable with the way we're playing away from home. Yeah, he said that, yeah, we're not going to see many, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to kind of be some curmudgeon. Um, I, I think we're, we're more careful and more, just yeah. more at it at the moment away from home. Second of all, um, I watched Bournemouth against Chelsea, and uh, I tell you what, they were a good watch. They're yeah. on the counter attack, you know. Yeah. Um, but Chelsea could have scored a handful as well. They give you chance, Bournemouth, you know. Um, and I just I, look. I think I think we can handle them. Uh, their centre forward is very tall. Solanke. He's so lanky. But I tell you now that, that there's chances, there's chances <laughs> in them. But I just think the way we've been approaching our away games, uh, we look more compact, uh, and maybe we're not as exciting uh, as we maybe were last season away from home, and we're not going for you know. The Brighton and Hull Albion, where we we, we 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 had them for four, you know. But against Everton, we controlled every part of that game the way we wanted to, uh, and 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 against Palace until the uh, Tommy S is sending off. So I think we have a very pragmatic approach away from home, and sometimes you know, John, when you're only at seven out of ten, pragmatism isn't the worst thing. You <laughs> totally, know? totally agree with you. Um, so I'm, I'm, I think I think we can win the game uh, one or two nil. Yeah, yeah, Debbie, yeah, it's a good team and Bournemouth is in their own right. John, do you see the game going yourself? Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with him. And away from home, we seem to be we're going to control the ball. We're going to manage this game, be patient, and take the chances when it comes to us. I think at home, it, the, the owner seems to be honest to take the game to the opposition. And we are leaving ourselves open to the counter a little bit more. I expect a very similar game to the first hour against Palace and the way to Everton. We're going to be patient. We're going to keep the ball. We're going to board them to death. Death by a thousand passes. And I, I, I expect us to win it. Um, again, I never expect an easy game. I'm just not that way. But um, I, I, I totally agree with him. The mindset seems completely different way from home. As in, we keep the ball. You can't hold us. We'll, get, we'll break this down sooner or later. And I think that's just the way it's going to be. So I'm expecting us to win. Um, touch wood. So. Like last year, we went charging after them. I don't yeah. think we'll do that this time. You no, know? I, 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 yeah. I, I, yeah. I think he's learned something. And he's saying, why are we charging after them? Let's conserve our energy. Let's let them charge after us and take shadows. We manage the ball. We keep the ball. We'll score. And then we'll get the ball back. And we'll manage the game after that. So I think it's going to be exactly one of them games. We're going to borrow them today. Yeah, Jun, Jun, will you be in? Will you be in River Bar on Saturday? Probably, <laughs> probably, Paul. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to get the old uh, one forty from Fingers in. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make an appearance. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be in as well, lads. Um, um, this should be a good game. 
Uh, I didn't think it was going to be actually be on the telly. It was, I think it was only compared to the last day or two so, beyond Premier Sports. I recommend that we meet in the River Bar at about 10 to 3 and uh, we'll see in the wool shed at quarter past. <laughs> I don't think there's any hassle there. I don't there shouldn't be any hassle. No, no, I think we're okay. I think we're okay. We'd be in actually. Uh, uh, we'd be around in the Samaritans by a quarter. It's a small bit of it. A small bit of a shout out to the River Bar yesterday. They looked after us and they were they were good and at it. You know, in fairness, uh, they were great yesterday. So staff are great. You know. Apply. <clears throat> Where's John? He finally found a way of shutting him up. Some crowd there. No, he's back. He's back. He's moving. I um, see. Yeah, thanks to everyone in the River Bar there. They do, you know, the the air. Um, this is Saint and John Lattins for the season. <laughs> and the Arsenal uh, women's team, the women's Super League is back on Sunday to Liverpool. Um, are you looking for the women's team back? Well, wish them well. Though. They were not there with Europe, unfortunately. Um, but that might do them the world to go when it comes to the to the league. Um, injuries killed them last year, but they did well to qualify for the Champions League. But now they're out of it. But they've added some big players. Ruko is going to be a huge signing for them up front. So, um, really yeah, often, get get ahead of Chelsea and actually win that that league for the first time in a few years. So, fingers crossed. Best of luck. Yeah, be nice. Are you looking forward to the start for yourself, Eamon? It's gone really competitive, haven't it? Yeah, it's got really competitive, um, but you know, I, I kind of um, I, I'm at the stage where I'm just gathering myself after my holidays. I'm, trying, I'm in, in a kind of a tailspin. So, but I, I need to um, I need to get back on that. Pro- I have to say, I really enjoyed watching it last last season. It was yeah. it, it was really yeah. good, you know. Um, really enjoyed watching it, you know, and enjoy enjoyed watching. Our, our, uh, a few players that played for England as well uh, in, 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 the, in, the, in the World Cup. It was great, you know? Yeah. Um, although I thought Spain were unbelievable. Yeah. The way they, the way they moved the ball around, you know, it was unbelievable. Um, yeah, it's, a really, it's really grown the women's game, hasn't it, in the last few years? It's been great, yeah. Um, I might deserve to. Uh, I have to say, it was great to see the Aviva Stadium full for the the Irish women's team there as well at the weekend. It's great to see, you know, um, the fans coming out to support them. So long may it continue. And long may it made the women's game grow as well. Um, Katie McCabe as well, another super performance from her. Um, anything else you'd like to mention, lads, um, in terms of the support? Yeah. Or anything? yeah. Um, any, any Arsenal fan of a certain vintage? So Easton's have announced that um, on the 18th of October, um, the great man is um, questions and answers on off the ball style. Uh, 30 quid gets you in, and uh, you get a signed copy of Liam's book um, for that, and you get a you get an audience with Liam and his off the ball team. So um, anybody who remembers Liam Brady playing for Arsenal um, should and, and lives in Dublin should really get along to that, you know. Um, uh, would you like to say anything about that, Liam? <laughs> Um, no, it's just that the audience are not the brightest bulbs in the box there, Jonathan, because it takes three of us to explain the game to them. Um, no, um, I, uh, my eyes, I mean, I just think, you know, where, I'll front up, which is all, right? Um, to my mind, one, Dennis Bergkamp, two, Thierry Henry, Three, Liam Brady, and then you can all go off and argue about the rest. That's the way I see it. No. Yeah. I can't actually disagree. Yeah. I really. uh, he was that good. He was that good. I mean, people um, pe- pe- people that don't actually remember him playing, uh, they just see clips of him on YouTube. But even if you do that, you can see how suave he was and the swagger he had and his appreciation of space and you know he was just a proper 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 player and gooner to the core you know so uh i got me ticket today anyway folks i'm off to um the mansion house to see Liam and his book signing on the identity of October, you know yeah the documentary that rta done on him he really well loved by italian fans isn't he he really really is well loved there yeah 
That's because yeah. I was in Italy, Jonathan. <laughs> what, what a man. We're hoping to have him on the podcast soon. <laughs> he's, in, he's looking for a three grand fee, but uh, yeah, I think we're up to about six euro on the kitty. <laughs> Um, yes, it's anything else you like mentioned, John, yourself, or yeah, no, no, um, we'll talk about the ladies' team. Obviously, yeah, the Irish national yeah. team played at, at the Aviva at the weekend, over 30, over 25,000, I think it's added. Yeah, he was invited to the stadium to collect off 50th cap along with a lot of our teammates from back in the day. So, congratulations yeah. on that. Congratulations to the Irish ladies' team for getting back to win the crown at the Aviva Stadium, and best of luck for the air. Uh, the Arsenal ladies going forward. So that's, I just wanted to say that. Beautiful said. Um, yeah. Yes, it's, it's been another um, busy show, that's enjoyable one again. Um, as always, you can catch our show on the Dublin Arsenal YouTube channel, thanks to Martin Stoneville. Also, just before, um, just want to shout out to Carl Ozzy Osborne. Um, hope you're keeping well made and um, listening to us. Uh, hope to have you back on again. Saturday, yeah, he's in good form now. Yeah, good, good to see, good to hear. Um, I hope he comes back on because he was a good, um, he was a good pundit to, to us last year. Um, <laughs> you stressed him out. <laughs> Look, he got his P forty five sooner than he thought. <laughs> um, I just want to say one thing about Martin Stumball, our genius producer. Stato. Stato. There, there I was, and there I was in Nerka. Um, I came down for me breakfast on the day before I transferred to Tormelinos. And he'll sitting at the breakfast table on his stumble. Now, just a message to you, Martin. All inclusive doesn't mean you have to eat it all at breakfast. You <laughs> 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 has to keep anyway, up that. Yeah. Look, it's stressful. Yeah, we get the fan back together on Saturday for a three o'clock game, and we'll we'll have an old chat there. When <laughs> yeah. we get, get there for the start, we'll all definitely be there for the end. It's all oh, competing. Um, yeah, you can catch our show on the Dublin Arsenal YouTube channel, Spotify, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Um, check out our sister show, Beyond the Last Man. Martin Stumble will get an episode up sooner or later. <laughs> uh, check out our sponsor, Balance Sports Direct. Thanks very much, lads, for um, sponsoring us. Um, check out our friends at justarsenal.com and the River Bar in Dublin City Centre is where you can catch the Madhouse on match days. Uh, thanks to uh, John Median. And Eamon Donny for coming on tonight. Really good show. Um, the show should be up um, later on tonight or tomorrow. And uh, next week we'll be um, reviewing the Bournemouth game. So until then, thanks for listening and thanks for watching. Like, subscribe, comment and sit back and enjoy the show. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Pleasure as always. See you all soon. Bye.